It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Welcome. It is January 11th, 2017, beginning of a new year and some wonderful guests. I want to give out this phone number should anybody want to call to ask our guest, Rocky Rosen, questions relative to how to quit smoking, because that's our subject matter today. So the phone number is area code 347-324-324. Five three two eight. Rocky Rosen is known as the Cigarette Whisperer, and he's a personal coach for helping people to stop smoking. He claims that there's there's not any tricks or gimmicks or drugs or hypnosis involved, and his client base has been some of the most recognizable names in the entertainment industry and business. Be your neighbor down the street that he's helped. He's also physician endorsed and he's proud to say that he has a very high success rate. So let's bring Rocky onto our show now. Rocky, so glad you're with us today. Thank you for having me. I'd like to start my show out by asking my guest, how did you get on this road? I spent 20 years smoking, and I spent 10 years desperate to quit. And uh, how I got on this road, it was three years after I stopped smoking before I began to help anybody stop smoking. Prior to the last time I smoked a cigarette, I had tried everything out there. I did hypnosis three times. I did acupuncture. I'm old. I went to Schick. I went to Smoke Enders. I went to Physician's Clinic. I used to chew the nicotine gum and smoke at the same time. And could, and I'd get a day off every now and then. Rarely I'd get a week off. I once had two years off, but I kept going back to smoking. And I couldn't figure out why that was because I knew two things about myself absolutely definitely. One is I didn't want to smoke anymore, and two is I had to stop. And the truth is, when it comes to addiction, those are both lies. The truth about a person who's gotten addicted to a substance and 
I do help people with drug and alcohol relapse prevention too. It isn't that I don't want to smoke. The real truth is I do want to smoke. I just don't want to suffer the consequences. So what I teach my clients very quickly is actually how to use the urge instead of wasting all your time trying to fight, ignore, and deny those urges, and how never to feel deprived by understanding you don't have to stop smoking. You can smoke anytime you want to. And since you can smoke anytime you want to, you're never going to be deprived because you know you always have the choice. It's a very cognitive, therapeutic, positive approach at overcoming something that's been overcoming you. And, I mean, I, I, I go, I, I'll go off on all kinds of tangents. You're going to have to kind of hone me in. But that's how I got into it. I stopped smoking. And over the years, I've helped hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people stop smoking. Yeah, it's, um, <clears throat> I think it's a pretty complex situation. And um, can I ask that you speak um, clearly into your microphone because your voice is kind of going off in a distance? Yes, I'll do my best. I, unfortunately, I couldn't get to a landline, so I'm on my cell phone. But is this any oh, better? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll just, we'll just have better? to go with that. I can't hear you better, yes. Okay, good. <clears throat> we will work with it. So what are all the reasons behind why people smoke? Very simple. There's only one reason why people smoke. They smoke to make the urge to smoke go away. See, what happened is when we were teenagers, when we were young, smoking was a social situation. But what happens, what happened to me, what happens to my clients is we cross that invisible line from a social smoker to an addicted smoker. And once addicted, we're always going to be addicted. But the reason why people smoke, the only reason why a person smokes is to try to make the urge to smoke go away. But the urge doesn't go away. So, again, this is about learning how to use the urges instead of fighting the urges. But why people smoke? It's because they're stuck. They got tricked as a kid. Hmm. Do you believe that certain people are more predispositioned to um, the addictive effects over others? You know, I don't even know how to answer that. I do believe that it's so subtle the way it takes over somebody's life. You know, if, if I'm sitting with a client, I would ask that person, in your life, who or what comes first? And oftentimes my clients will say they're, they're spouses, their kids, their job, um, themselves, God, and they're wrong. See, when, when you're practicing an addiction, what comes first in your life before everything and everyone else is the substance you're hooked on. So I always tell my clients, cigarettes come before your family, yourself. Anything you do in your life, cigarettes come first. You never gave them permission to be the most important thing in the world to you. So it's a matter of, yeah, it's always funny. When a person calls me, they call me because they hate themselves for smoking, but they love their cigarettes. And what I do very quickly is I reverse that. I teach you how to get comfortable with the urges and how to really come to hate cigarettes. Can I use a little bit of blue language? Sure. I always say cigarettes are shaped perfectly because they're little pricks that want to hurt people. (laughs) <laughs> you know, you, you may love them. They don't even know you exist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing about smoking that nobody talks about, it is the single largest cause of premature death, preventable disease, and disabilities in the United States. And I work with people 
not just all over the country, but all over the world, will turn to me. And I, I, I do this in person or I do this on the phone with PowerPoint. Um, it's the single largest cause of premature death in the nation. I'm very upset. You know, in the last year, in 2016, we lost so many people. We lost David Bowie. We lost Glenn Fry. We lost Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher. We lost Alan Thicke. And all their obituaries and everything about them, what they always left out was the one thing they all had in common. They were all smokers. And the thing about smoking, smoking does not cause all death and disease. But smoking will promote any diseases our body are susceptible to. So in Bowie's case with liver cancer, with Glenn Fry, with rheumatic uh, arthritis, with Thick and Kerry Fisher, the heart attacks, so much it is attributed to the smoking. But nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about how cigarettes killed George Harrison. And George is seven years younger than me when he died. I'm not ready mm. to be dead for the last seven years. If uh, individuals stop smoking, but they've been a smoker for 30 years, mm-hmm. is the damage already done? The, okay, well, Denise, you know as well as anybody else, the human body is incredibly kind and forgiving if we give it a chance to forgive ourselves. Is the damage already done? Study after study has proven that any age anybody stops smoking, they will be healthier. They will be younger. So is the damage done? Sure, probably there's been some damage done. But if you haven't done permanent irreparable damage, your body will forgive you. If you haven't heart attacked, if you haven't stroked, if you haven't cancered, the body is very forgiving. Mm-hmm. But that's the excuse people will use. You know, oh, I'm already, I, I'm screwed already because you know I, I know I'm already, I've, I've already been hurt by it. But you know, I always talk about smoking as being like there's been a bullet fired. And the question I ask my clients: Do you want to walk into the bullet or do you want to step out of its path? And with what I do, I do well with my clients. They never get to know how good it was because they'll have missed that bullet. Mm-hmm. And this, and I'm, I'm, and just so you know, guys, I'm on no anti-smoking mission from God. I am the largest supporter of smokers' rights. I hate the way smokers are treated in society today. I don't care if you smoke or not, but I do care if you wish you didn't. And if you wish you didn't, what I've been doing for people, and you know, I'm used by some of the top doctors throughout Los Angeles and not throughout the nation for their patients that smoke. If you wish you didn't, then I can have you off cigarettes in three days and keep you off. Well, that's um, that's a magnificent claim. You know, I'm not. My wife will tell you I'm not very good at much, but when it comes to getting people off cigarettes, I'm the. I, I am one of the best there is. And when I take so- on a client. I take on a client for life. It's a four-day program, but I'm accessible to my clients on a 24-7 basis. Okay, so your process is that it's a four-day program. Would you like to walk us through? Yeah, sure. It's an hour and a half for four consecutive days. Day one, I I talk about how never to feel deprived when the urges happen. One of the things my clients do, even after they stop smoking, is they'll still carry cigarettes with them. Day two is how not to repress the urges, but actually use the urges. 
day three is Independence Day, and day four is relapse prevention and ongoing support. Mm-hmm. And it's done step by step. You know, I'm talking about steps. Um, this is not a 12-step approach, but it's also 12-step friendly. I always find that nobody that it's amazing. So many people who are practicing the recovery while they practice their nicotine addiction, and this is the same addiction that killed the two founders of Alcoholics Anonymous. Uh, Bill Wilson died of emphysema. Doctor Bob Smith died of lung cancer. So I, I understand what it is when somebody's going. I'm, I'm actually working this week with a woman who teaches yoga, and <laughs> how embarrassed and ashamed she is. And she's saying, you'd be surprised how many of my, my clients smoke. And she smokes. Mm-hmm. And she's just texted me a little while ago. It's 24 hours off. I'll be seeing her at 6.30 tonight. Um, and, and the thing is about smoking today, everybody's been driven underground. What do you mean? Everybody says, I don't. People have no idea who they know who smokes because everybody's hiding it. It's still a shame. And it's sad. What do you think of the e-cigarettes? I hate them. Why? You want to know why? Denise, you're somebody who's been involved in health for a long time, haven't you? <clears throat> what the substance people are addicted to is nicotine. Denise, what is nicotine? You want to know the dictionary definition of nicotine? Mhm. It's an insecticide. It will kill a cockroach. It's one of the most lethal substances found on Earth. And what people don't realize, when they're smoking or when they're vaping, all they're doing all day long is insecticiding themselves. That's shocking. And if a per- well, you know what? The tobacco industry is brilliant because they hide the truth in dictionary. Can you dic- look at dic- go to dictionary.com? Look up the definition of nicotine. It's an insecticide. Oh my gosh. So that's why your chest feels tight. That's why you, you feel out of sorts. That's why your throat burns. And a person who's vaping, all they're doing is just squirting insecticide right down their throat. I mean, more so than, than smoking? Well, I, it probably is better than smoking, but it sure ain't good. Mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah, I'm... I, I've never been a smoker, so I don't relate to the difference between an e-cigarette and a regular cigarette. What is a safe level of insecticide you inhale? You know what I mean? And if a person was to take in one dose, the amount of nicotine they put in their body in 24 hours, they'd be dead before they hit the ground. It's a horribly, hmm. a horrible drug. I wonder where it got started. What do you mean? Well, whose idea was it to put that into cigarettes to begin with? It's a naturally occurring substance found in tobacco. Okay. Nobody added it. It's what's in tobacco. And talking about tobacco, and let's create a little controversy. You want to know what the most evil brand in America is? American Mm -hmm. spirits are simply the most evil brand sold in America. And the reason why they're so evil is they try to convince smokers we're not as bad as the other guys. But they are. You know, you take a single puff off a cigarette, and this has been done at the CDC by the epidemiologist, 
There's over 4,000 compounds found in a single Papa cigarette. And these compounds, and this includes American spirit and things like formaldehyde, arsenic, cyanide, heavy metals like cadmium. There's minute amounts of radioactive material in the ignition of tobacco. And this is where the epidemiologists believe the cancers originate from, from the minute amounts of uh, free radical radioactive material circulating through the bloodstream, getting hung up on an organ and irradiating it. It's tar. It's insect. It's it's just it's a horrible soupy mixture that just messes up the entire body. Mm-hmm. People smoke so they can, people smoke to get a moment of relief from that discomfort of the urge, but then they just stay uncomfortable. My whole trick is teaching people how to get comfortable being uncomfortable instead of staying uncomfortable being uncomfortable. Hmm. I do it with passion. I do it with humor. I do it with my full heart. If you wish you didn't smoke, you know, I, I'm really going to be there for you. And I don't turn anybody away. That's good. <clears throat> and I never want to go back there. And I want to help you get out of there if that's where you are. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. had this last year, I had the good fortune of going on that t- the TV show, The Doctors, helping a young heart attack victim who still couldn't stop smoking, get off cigarettes. I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, I have a joke. Do you want to know why smokers cross the road? Why? Because people who don't smoke tell them not to. (laughs) The more we tell somebody don't do something, the more it's going to make them want to do it. That's very true. And the more you tell yourself don't, the more a smoker tells themselves don't smoke, the more they're going to want to smoke. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the same with getting off sugar. I mean, sugar is incredibly addictive, and it's in everything. I agree. As I always say, this life will kill you, but how do you want to live? What component of, of smoking for some people, makes it harder for them to get off it versus if they're on drugs or alcohol. I am so glad you asked me that. Do you want to know why heroin addicts and hardcore alcoholics think it's tougher to stay doing drugs and alcohol? Mm -hmm. You ask anybody who's gotten off drugs and alcohol what the day before they got sober was like for them. And they will tell you it was one of the most hard, humiliating days of my life. Because when people do drugs, drugs and alcohol are known as a threefold addiction. It's the physical allergy, which is a physical craving. It's a mental obsession, and it's a spiritual malady. People lose their jobs, their families, their homes, their reputations with drugs and alcohol. With cigarettes, it's not the threefold addiction. It's just the twofold addiction. It's the physical craving and the mental obsession. But there is no real spiritual malady to smoking until it's too late. Until you've heart attacked, until you've stroked, and then, you know, God, help me. But that's why, because it's socially accepted. As, you know, and it doesn't, even if they made tobacco illegal, we'd still have the same tobacco problem. Because even if it was illegal, people would be going underground and getting it. 
and mm-hmm. and spend and you, it, 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 cigarettes get expensive enough. People will just save their roaches and re-roll them, just like the old days with drugs with marijuana. Um, it's just because you don't lose everything with cigarettes the way you lose everything with drugs and alcohol, which is why people think it's tougher. Oh, interesting. And interesting way of looking at of, it. Of all drug addictions, kicking nicotine is the most gentle kick there is, unlike drugs and alcohol. It's just what goes on in the head. And so what I do is, what I do with my clients is I rewire their thinking. And how I do it from day one, I get you coming from the truth. People will say to themselves before they light a cigarette, I'm nicotine addicted, I want to smoke, I can smoke, I don't have to stop, and then they'll think about their benefits. So I'll ask somebody, what are the benefits you're looking for in stopping smoking? And most frequently I hear I want better health, uh, better relationships, and less fear. And I'll tell them, I'll tell you what, I'll give you all the money in the world you ask for. Let me buy your good health, how much money you want. Well, I won't Mm -hmm. sell that. Give me your wife. Give me your kids. No, I won't give them away. Um, Stay in a constant, I'll give you all the money you want, but you'll always be afraid that that other shoe is going to drop and hit you in a way you don't want it to hit. No, I won't do that. But you see, people, they give their benefits away every time they light a cigarette. And actually, they don't give them away. They pay to have them ripped out of them. I compare cigarettes. First of all, stopping smoking, people think, why don't you just stop smoking? It's an ugly divorce. It's not just as simple, why don't you just quit? I always say smokers are to a cigarette what Nicole Simpson was to O.J. Simpson. I, I, I think about her and how many 911 calls she made, but she kept taking him back. Mm-hmm. But the difference between Nicole Simpson and a, and a smoker is where her most obvious wounds were carved from the outside in, our wounds are carved from the inside out. And you want, what, my, what I get my clients to realize is they're in love with an abuser. And, you do, and we may or may not agree on much, but I bet we can both agree you deserve better than what cigarettes do to you. Yeah, it's true. You deserve really to smell is, better. You deserve to feel better. It really is a, um, a psychological, behavioral problem. And that really is it. It's not the physical. It's what's going on in the head. This mm-hmm. is why a Peter Jennings, who had 20 years off cigarettes, wound up smoking again and was, and was dead three years later from lung cancer. Now, I don't think mm-hmm. Peter Jennings died from lung cancer just because he picked up a cigarette again. He smoked over 9-11. I think he got very sick because he breathed in a bunch of those fumes. So many people in New York have breathed in during 9-11 when those towers collapsed. And he was kicking and working there and kicking up that stuff and breathing in vaporized. Was he on site? Huh? Yeah, he was on site. Oh, yes. Then no hope there. Well, you know, it isn't. And again... But And it may or may not, but you know what? Those three years of smoking, constantly bathing his lung with those 4,000 compounds and insecticide themselves, certainly hastened his death. Mm. One of the I things mean, my clients... Go on, there's tremend- well, there was a tremendous amount of, of, of death and loss from 
from the 9-11 toxicities. Exactly. But but the smoking didn't that make it any better. No, if you smoked on top of all of that, then it's a pretty tough deal. <clears throat> I mean, there were cases where they put fireworkers through extreme detox- detoxification programs uh, with infrared saunas, et cetera. They lived. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And I always tell my clients in life, once you make the decision to stop smoking, there's never going to be a situation so good or so bad that smoking more won't just make it worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 9-11 was horrendous, but his smoking that day didn't make his life or his family's life any better. True. Well, and it's not just the smoker. You know, we haven't even discussed the secondhand smoke and what that does. I had a neighbor and um, his wife was a chain smoker. She died of emphysema. And, you know, many years later, he died of lung cancer. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because, once again, smoking doesn't cause all death and disease, but smoking promotes any diseases our body are susceptible to. Mm-hmm. 10% of lung cancers are from people who never smoked. You take a look Very at the Dana Carvey. Uh, not Dana Carvey, pardon me, Dana Reeves. Chris mm-hmm. Reeves' widow, who died of lung cancer, who never smoked, but she used to sing in smoking nightclubs all the time. Uh-huh. Now, I, I happen to be somebody who doesn't believe secondhand smoke is as bad as everybody says it is. It isn't good, but if secondhand smoke was as bad as everybody says, we'd all be sick and dying from car exhaust fumes that we're all breathing in, too. And really, not too many people are exposed to secondhand smoke the way they were back 20 years ago. True. Um, But still, it isn't good for you, but it isn't as bad. You know who gets exposed to the most secondhand smoke? No. Makes sense. And isn't that a shame? Isn't that a shame that something so innocuous has such a hold on over 40 million people in this country. Is that how many are Oh, they are? Yeah. The numbers are going up simply because of the e-cigarettes. People do e-cigarettes about a year. Kids who are starting off on the e-cigarettes within a year are picking up cigarettes. Yeah, I was wondering if the numbers were going down or up, but because of no. the e-cigarettes, they're going up. All indications are that the numbers of smokers are going up again for mm. the first time in over 20 years. Mm. And we're not even talking about the pot smokers. Well, let's. You know, I'm happy to talk about pot. Because that has a lot of chemicals in it also. Yes, it does, but... For some people, let's make something very plain. Uh, For some people, marijuana is a medicine. Um, Tobacco is always a poison. There's nothing medicinal about tobacco. Nothing medicinal about tobacco. Well, that's not true. They have found that people with cognitive problems get a benefit with some nicotine stimulation. Oh. Um, But... What they've also, but that's like, you know, cocaine is a very beneficial drug. 
if you've broken your nose, you're about to have a nose job, your plastic surgeon is going to pack your nose with cocaine, take a ball-peen hammer, shatter it, and reset your nose. <laughs> but some people tend to abuse cocaine. And the medicinal value of nicotine for people with cognitive problems versus the amount of nicotine a smoker will consume are way out of whack. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't want to say that nicotine has no medicinal value, but it's always an insecticide. It's always a stimulant. It always causes the heart to overwork. It always, cause, it always affects every single cell of your body, every organ of your body. And stopping smoking is never about quantity of life. It's about quality of life. And my mm-hmm. job and my passion is to help a person restore the quality of their lives. To have more money, too. Well, here in California. How much, is a pack, how much is a pack of cigarettes now? You know, I don't know. I, the new law is going to affect us here where they're going to be going up another $2 a pack sometime soon. I would imagine. Right now, people are spending here in California at least five, six dollars a pack. That's going to go up mm. a couple of bucks. It can be really so expensive. So if you're a pack a day, if you're a pack a day smoker, five dollars spending close to two thousand a year, just on the cigarettes. That's not to mention the breath fresheners, the cough drops, the mm. medical expenses, the higher the higher insurance rates, um, and what and what's coming down the pike. The cancers, the heart attacks, the strokes. Yeah, that's that's difficult to measure financially and medically, but And we smokers, you know, we just play this long game of Russian roulette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always say well, anybody with an addiction, but I but I'll stick I'll stick with tobacco. We smokers, some of us smokers may not have had the happiest childhoods. But we all act like we've had the longest, thinking I can get away with this, I can get away with this, I can get away with this. And then one day, we're not getting away with it anymore. And it will shock you, but it won't surprise you if suddenly you have a heart attack, if suddenly your doctor says you've got cancer. And I always say, love the smoker, hate the cigarettes. True. True. Well, it's a, you're doing a great service to a lot of people who want to change their lives. I'm trying. And, um, you know, with your four-day program, that's not a huge time commitment on someone's part, or not really. An hour and a half or four consecutive days. No. My clients stop on the third day. Mm-hmm. And they're ready. And I always do, I always do a free consultation. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. Let me show you what I'm about. If we're a good fit, I'll break my back for you. I won't work harder for you than you're willing to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. But I bet I can have you off cigarettes before you know you stopped. So how can our listeners reach you? Do you have a website? I have a website. I actually have two websites. I've got RockyRosen.com. Spell that. I also have R-O-C-K-Y, R-O-S-E-N. Dot com. Okay. And then I also have the cigarette whisperer dot com. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that. 
And, and I would love to give my direct phone number. My direct phone number is 818-961-6978. And if you call that number, you will get me. And the nickname, The Cigarette Whisperer, I'm really happy. I, I'm used by some of the top doctors throughout Los Angeles, and I can drop a lot of names. But um, it was actually a doctor who gave me that nickname because whenever she gets patients um, who smokes, she always says, you have to see this guy. And who is he? And she goes, I don't know. He's the cigarette whisperer. And I'm <laughs> taking that name, and, I, and I'm running with it. <laughs> That's just great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rocky Rosen. And um, thank you humbly. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed our conversation, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Keep up the good work. You too, my friend. Have a beautiful day. You too. Take care. All right. Thank you, Denise. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, listeners, that concludes our show for today. Please join us again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is also 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll have another great guest, another great learning experience. Take care and be well until we talk again. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.